Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, friends. How are you enjoying this month of talking all about employees? Hopefully it is something and that has really gotten you thinking. I know there are some pet business owners who are concerned about hiring employees because of the complete unknown if you've never done it before. Perhaps you have read somewhere that so-and-so had a bad experience because of something and you've let that or someone else's experience be that deciding factor in whether or not you are going to take the risk. Because let's be completely honest, of course it's risky. We're dealing with human nature. We're inviting people into our world. We're inviting them into the space of our baby that is our pet business. And yes, there is risk. There is you being a different person. You have to become something different to be able to lead people well. So I acknowledge those of you that are here to learn more about having employees because you are thinking about getting started with them. And I applaud those of you that are out there and you are doing it every day. So we have gone over a lot of things already in the month of January in all of our Hive podcasts. We started out talking about... Oh, the wonderful, wonderful thing called quiet hiring and quiet firing. So, you know, that was back on January the 6th. Then I kind of branched off into a little bit more personal story about a few things I have learned about employees over the last 24 years of having team members working in my pet business. And then we got a little bit tactical talking about the employee handbook really some of the particular things you need in that employee handbook, and also talking about employee discipline. That is arguably one of the toughest things about having employees is knowing what to do when things go wrong. And discipline, which sounds so terrible, you know, reminds me back in the day of my mother in a belt, but that is not what we're talking about. We are talking about caring discipline of your employees or Really, we could probably use the term course correction more so than discipline. That sounds so antiquated, doesn't it, right? Okay, so we will call it course correcting with your employees. And then, oh my gosh, the response that I've had over the interview with Jordan Blanton with Peak City Puppy last week, talking about her recruiting experience and how she has been able to bring that into her newly acquired pet business and go from... 27 employees to 84 employees in just 11 months. I've had so many questions as a follow-up on that. So she is very kind to be willing to answer those questions for follow-up purposes. So today I kind of wanted to follow up on some of that employee information and really 
talk more about how you can keep them focused and accountable in your business. Of course, we do work autonomously. Everyone is generally separated. Many of you business owners do not see your staff very often. You text, you maybe see their messages through your software program. You might communicate through Slack. Some of you do have the opportunity to see each other on a daily or even a weekly basis, but I would have to assert most of you are like I am. I have a team of 40 spread across a 45-mile diameter service area. We don't see each other often, and that can be tough. It can be tough to keep everyone on mission, and it is a challenge to build a culture in that type of an environment, but there are certain things that you can do with that. I can definitely say that one of the important things is making sure that you are very clear in your messaging to your staff, that you have very clear uh, operation materials, that they understand their policies, that they know what you want them to do. Because honestly, I can tell you, the people that we hire, when you have a great hiring and onboarding system, these people want to work. They want to do great things. They want to be part of something bigger. So, you know, it's really, it's, it's your opportunity to give them that and really build something amazing in your pet business. Today, I wanted to talk about the kind of unfortunate side of employees. And I wanted to talk about, first of all, turnover of your employees. Now, of course, turnover of employees that involves both your voluntary termination and your involuntary termination. Voluntary is, of course, what we see a lot in our industry, which is just the natural flow of employees leaving your business for typically life reasons. Uh, Recently, we had someone who had um, illness in the family, so she uh, ended up leaving our service. We had someone else who got a job with his degree in Texas. We get to celebrate with our staff for some of these things. You know, maybe they move for some reason or another. And, you know, it might be something where it's sad and maybe they didn't want to leave, but perhaps we can connect them with another pet business that we know where they are moving to, which is a great opportunity and a real big purpose for networking in these amazing groups that we have right now. But I would definitely encourage you to start carefully tracking your employees, to start tracking what is called your employee turnover rate. Now, there's two different rates that I'd really like to talk to you about. First of all is the overall turnover rate. And your turnover rate is calculated based off a period of time. You can make it quarterly. You can make it every six months. I choose to do it annually over that longer period of time. Let's talk about calculating your 2022 employee turnover rate. So what you're going to want to do is go back into your records. And first of all, you're going to find out how many employees did you have at the start of... 2022. So January 1st of 2022, how many employees did you have, right? So you got that number? Okay. Then what you want to do is you want to go to December 31st. And how many employees did you have on December 31st? Okay, got that number? All right. 
We're going to add those two numbers together and we are going to divide it by two. Okay, so just a quick example. Let's say that you started on January the 1st with 20 employees. Uh, we had great growth this year and December 31st, you ended the year with 30 employees. So add those together is 50, divide by two is 25. So you're figuring out your average employees during that time period. Got it? Okay. Now that we have established our average number of employees, you want to look at how many employees left during that year. So let's say in this past calendar year, we had two employees that left because of just natural voluntary reasons. They were wonderful. We would totally hire them back if they were going to be available. And then we did have one employee that despite repeated attempts to coach them on our policies and principles, they were just not a good fit. So we gracefully showed them to the door. Okay, so we have three total employees that left the company this year. You would take that number three and you would divide it by that average number of employees, which remember was 25. Three divided by 25 is 0.12 or multiply it times 100, 12%, right? So we have a 12% all over turnover rate for 2022. Now, you can break this down further if you want to. You can separate out and figure out your voluntary turnover rate and your involuntary turnover rate. Whatever numbers give you really what you need to know. Uh, really what you want to do is if you see that you are tracking a higher turnover rate, you want to consider why this is. Um, if you are tracking a higher involuntary turnover rate you know what might be the purpose of that is there some sort of a theme in the reason that you have to dismiss these people have you been a little bit desperate when you've been trying to find a good candidate and you have settled on a few of those issues that are normally pink flags for you and, you know, with those voluntary turnovers, is there anything that you could have done differently? Typically, those voluntary turnovers are really just something outside of our sphere of influence. And so, of course, we, we wish them well and they are just part of our turnover rate. It's really those involuntary ones that you need to take a step back and figure out what what's going on here. Is, is this something that I have you know responsibility for and something that I can change? Can I pull this particular lever to start getting that rate down? Now, another rate that I have found very important, especially in the last several years, is the one year, the first year turnover rate. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we have a labor force that is starting to lean towards that uh, short term job hopping. And so we are seeing a higher first year turnover rate. And so with your first year turnover rate, you are going to, again, go back to the number of people that left during that period of time. So you remember previously, we had three different employees that left during 2022. 
two of them were voluntary and one of them was involuntary or terminated. Now, two of those people were actually first year employees. So, you know, we had a voluntary and an involuntary. We say that we're both first year employees. So that is two out of three. So simple math, you just take two and you divide it by three and then you multiply times 100 to get an actual percentage. So that's like 66%. So you have a 66% first year turnover rate. Does that make sense? Um, So really in that case, a good thing to look at is how are you building up those employees during that first year? Is there any particular theme as you look across them that you are noticing that might change one of your hiring behaviors? Is there anything in there like um, maybe you have a persistent issue, a pattern that you see of people saying that they're just not making enough money? Well, maybe you need to change your hiring process to make it even more clear about your compensation. I know uh, last week, um, Jordan was talking about actually sitting down with potential candidates and showing them, here is what a schedule looks like if you are going to make $200 in a week. Here is what a schedule looks like if you want to make $500 a week and really making it very clear what the level of work physically looks like on their calendar and how that correlates to the amount of compensation. So they don't go into doing this with, you know, rose colored glasses, right? So maybe there are some things that you can tweak in your program by looking at your first year turnover rate and patterns that you can recognize and start to make those little tweaks, pull those little levers in your business. So hopefully that concept of employee turnover is going to help you as you move forward with employees. There are always things you can do. You you can't just look at the market and see that you have lost employees and say, wow, this is just too much for me. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I don't want to go forward, you know, any of those opportunities, any of those losses, any of those challenges are things that you can use in your business to grow yourself sometimes, to grow your business sometimes, definitely to grow your own practice. So thanks for listening this week. You know, I'm coming back at you next week with some more great information about hiring. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetSitterGuru.com. What is your next best move?